hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen. Thank you for joining us for our session zero for Avatar Legends, the role-playing game, which is basically Avatar, The Last Airbender, but in D&D. And you'll see some faces around me. Look at all these faces. Look, there's a face there. There's a face there. Look at all these friendly faces. This campaign um, is not about me. It's about these lovely players who are going to be joining me each and every Monday to play some Avatar The Last Airbender with me. So we should probably introduce each of these lovely people. Let's start off with my fellow streamers. Brie, would you like to introduce yourself and the character that you're playing? Super briefly. My name is Brie slash Pixel, uh, and I'm playing Sherva. She is from the Fire Nation, and she's a badass. She's a badass. Absolutely. That's a really great summary of Sherva. Uh, Andrew, would you like to introduce yourself and your character? I'm Andrew, uh, also go by Lucifer. Uh, I'm playing a firebender that goes by Mako Bao. Mako Bao. Is that because you like to make a lot of bow, or...? Sure, let's go with that. Sweet, easy peasy. Uh, Ali, would you like to introduce yourself and your character? Hello, I'm Ali, um, and I'm playing Oki of the Northern Water Tribe, a um, girl who's out to fight the patriarchy. Fight the patriarchy, and that's why uh, for this you have a male dungeon master who basically <laughs> controls and describes everything you see and do in the game. Excellent. I, I see no contradictions no here. No comment. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brandon, would you like to introduce, your, introduce yourself and your character? Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm playing Rung Bolo. He's an earthbender from the town of Lai Wowo. He's a stubborn dude, I think. We'll find out together. <laughs> Very nice. And last but certainly not least, fan favorite Dave. Welcome back to the Lost Archives. Fan favorite? That... that... That's cool. Um, I will be playing Monk Al, the airbender from the Northern um, Temple, and he's bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to spread the valleys of the air nomads to the world. Absolutely. So, uh, for those of you who don't know anything about this particular uh, RPG, Avatar Legends is a brand new RPG that has just recently been released by Magpie Games. Um, It's based on the Apocalypse series of RPGs, I mean, very fitting, given uh, that Avatar The Last Ember often does deal with quite apocalyptic scenarios. You have a lot of freedom in where and when you want to play with this game. Obviously, the world of Avatar is a very vibrant universe full of crazy characters, amazing places, and um, zany creatures. So there's a lot of different uh, regions of time and regions of the map that you get to play in with this. So there's, uh, I know there's a few people who've been looking at some of the early stuff, looking at Avatar 1, the very first Avatar, right up until Korra's era, which is the, the new series, Legend of Korra. We're actually going to be having our campaign take place just before Avatar Aang's era, before the Hundred Year War, right before the Fire Nation attack, uh, and right after the era of Avatar Roku. In fact, uh, only a week after the death, I think it's two weeks after the death of Avatar Roku is when our campaign is actually going to be starting. So um, we're sort of in a bit of an interim period between uh, two of the, the listed times when you can set your campaign, but that's about right for us. We like to, like to play it uh, play it crazy, fast and loose here. Um, really, really, really cool Kickstarter for this uh, was organized. So if you want to get on board, I still think you can do late pledges. Uh, if you enjoy this, if you want to check it out, we have never played the system before. This is our session zero. So uh, if you're wondering why we're not getting into uh, a full campaign straight away, it's because this is session zero. This is behind the scenes. 
Uh, we're just getting to learn the system. We've only just made our characters within the last 30 seconds before pressing record and starting the stream. So uh, we're all going to be learning together. Um, so I think we should do a little bit of a story recap. How does that sound to everybody? Just to get into the idea of the, the world, give us a bit of an idea about where we are. Um, so the world is changing. Over the past two weeks, a new comet has appeared in the sky, which grows larger every day. With the sudden death of Avatar Roku to a volcanic eruption, the nations of the world have organised a meeting of diplomats, military leaders and politicians to come together and discuss these troubling matters. A larger state just outside of Ba Sing Se is the site for these meetings, the Beifong family generously donating their house and land to the delegates for this historic summit. You, the players around me, are the children and family of these delegates. While your significant others have been taking part in endless meetings, you have been pretty much left to spend your time with the other family members. While still getting to know these other people, you have been finding that despite your differences, there is still common ground. This is how it has been going for three days. You have had not a lot of time to interact with the other people, just passing meetings, formal dinners, uh, where like at most of these sort of events in, in our world, the families, the important people are sat around one table and the kids are at the kid table. That has been happening. The Beifong uh, family are pretty big on that style of dining where the tables are arranged in the grand hall uh, from most important people at the front near the hearth to the least important near the back. Um, you as the family members have been separated from your, your family and sat around a table, a mix of all the nations represented. Airbenders, earthbenders, firebenders, waterbenders, and skillbenders, <laughs> as we're calling Bree. Um, so we, yeah, that's it. So we have um, a bit of an opportunity for each of you to describe your characters as the others would have seen you. Um, you know each other's names in passing. You might not know them 100%, but you would have a rough idea of each other's names at this point of the campaign, um, having met each other once or twice and, and been formally introduced by the, the hosts. Um, one other thing I should point out is that at all times at this meeting, there is a large presence of the Dai Li. These quite sinister looking figures wearing long, dark green robes with the symbol of the Earth Nation, the, the large um, stone circle in green uh, in their center, and these very large hats that cover part of their faces and they keep their hands together underneath these large sleeves and cuffs. There is quite a large presence of Dai Li at all times. There's not really an opportunity to be alone or away from them. Even in your private chambers, there is always one or two members of this group standing guard. You've been assured that it's for your protection, but I would say each of you have been feeling slight unease at their presence, never catching them, but always feeling that watchful eye, the prickling on the back of your neck, as you know, eyes potentially unfriendly watching your every move. The other standout is a large military presence from the Fire Nation. The Fire Nation have travelled by a massive metal steamship, something that you've not really seen before, those of you who are not members of the Fire Nation. Um, essentially an ironclad, these massive sheet metal platings, and it has actually travelled up the river through the breach uh, and parked not too far from the Beifong Estate. And there are quite a large number of Fire Nation soldiers, a mixture of firebenders and uh, weapons masters from the Fire Nation, keeping guard uh, as an honorary member of protection, as they have claimed, as well as patrolling the lands around. 
So, what I will get each of you to do, uh, one by one, we're going to go around. I would like you to describe what your character looks like a little bit. Doesn't have to be too much information, just a little bit about what your character might look like. Um, what sort of distinguishing features they might have, what um, items or equipment they might carry that would stand them out and show them off and make them very obvious to people. Um, the sort of stuff that you would see if you were to sit at a table and look at your character um, for a dinner or a, or a lunch or something like that. So we'll start with Ali because I think Ali has probably uh, planned out like exactly the history of your clothes, how they were made and things like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought, I thought so. Would you like to... <laughs> Uh, introduce Oki to us and tell us a little bit about Oki, what people would see when they see Oki. Um, and then what we'll do as well is if you could introduce the handbook that you're playing as. So rather than classes, uh, Avatar RPG uses a mixture of bending technique, nation that you're from, or your um, combat style, as well as a thing called a handbook, which is kind of a mix between personality traits, background, um, and it gives you some moves as well. So it's kind of a mix of backgrounds and classes if you're used to playing D&D. So yeah, Ali, if you could give us your uh, what Oki looks like, give us a little bit about the handbook. And, uh, and then we'll move on to the next person. All right. So Oki is your very typical 18-year-old waterbender from the Northern Water Tribe. You know, she grew up, um, so, you know, surrounded by the big walls of the Northern Water Tribe city. She learned to heal from a young age, as all young waterbending females do. But she... Um, she wasn't too keen on that, so uh, she has gone out and decided to learn a little bit more on the combat. Um, she's got dark tan skin, like um, many do from that area. She's got a sort of just a nice mid-brown hair that's half up, half down, and she's got those little hair loopies because I think they're really, really cool. Um, Is that what we're calling them officially? Sort of, <laughs> they're officially hair loopies. Yeah, you're hair loopies. <laughs> but she's... Um, <laughs> she's uh she's wearing a mix of um teal and light blue trimmed with white fur mm -hmm. and um she's always carrying her canoe paddle with her um it, it's a bit of a her touchstone um yeah she's very rarely seen without the paddle or without her fluffy otter fox friend balto absolutely so you've taken the handbook of the bold correct the the bold I have yes. I've taken on the bold, um, which is a handbook that's sort of a uh, as far as I'm aware the handbook that's sort of about um, forging your own path and um, doing great deeds that you know sort of make you go yeah I'm I'm someone like you know it's um, yeah. I'm doing forging my own path I'm doing my own thing um, if we were to classify that, that one of the characters from the oh sorry you go. Oops, sorry. I was just going to say that's very much who he is. I was going to say, if we were going to classify um, one of the characters from the show, who who would be the bold? I think probably Cora would be a really good example of the bold, trying to do things her own way, forge her own destiny, forge her own path. Um, and the Otter Fox is your companion, a little bit like the Fire Ferret that... Uh, um, oh, I can't remember the name Bolin. of... Uh, Bolin, thank you, that Bolin has. Yeah, so so the bold comes with a little furry animal companion. Um, not necessarily furry, I shouldn't say that. Little animal companion um, that can do things for you and has special moves as well. So yeah, that's that's uh, you've got your. Uh, did you say otter fox? Otter fox. That's it's fantastic. A otter crossed with an arctic fox, so it's sort of white and tan, maybe a bit of like a husky kind of um, coloring. I cannot wait to see the artwork for that. I imagine it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, righty. Um, let's go to Brandon. All right. So, um, all right. So we're trying to get this, get this name right. This voice. That's too American. We'll figure it out. Anyway, so <laughs> the boulder. Uh, you can do American. Remember that there's precedent the for that. The boulder. The boulder. Brilliant. I can do anything. So yeah. Rung Bolo. He's a rather sort of a stout, boisterous uh, man from the Fire Nation. Uh, how how age range can we go? Like 18, 19, around there. Yeah, sort of thing, absolutely. So. Yeah, I reckon let's go up to hell like twenty one, yeah. twenty two. Perfect. I'm gonna say he's like you know. He's late 19, he's on the way to becoming more of a man uh, than he was before, but uh, looking at Rung, yeah, he wears like, you know, sort of like Earth Nation sort of garb, like the sort of long flowing tan, uh, brown, uh, sort of like, you know, that sort of shirt, get a linen, let's go with linen, uh, nice green chops on the side, like your picture in the sort of show, but he yeah. uh, has like long black hair that's always tied up to like a nice high, long sort of ponytail, sticks out the back. It's yep. kind of perfect for him, he's got a nice big hairpin in there, a little toji. Uh, always wearing that, uh, no matter what it is, he would never lose that little hairpin that's on him. Uh, kind of works out well, uh, his long black hair like that, because the town he's from, Wailolo, is a, a coal mining town, so it just ho- helps hide the coal dust uh, in there for him. You shake it out over a long day. But he's sort of spruced himself up a little bit more for this occasion, and he always wears like a bit of a vest, so his arms are a bit crossed like that, showing off his biceps, making sure people know he's he works hard for a living. But he's just sitting there in the corner, just sort of, or sitting down watching everyone right now. And that'd Absolutely. be right. Love it. And what handbook are you playing, Brendan? Uh, he is a guardian, this guy. A guardian, yeah. okay. So ha- I don't think you haven't picked your your uh, your ward yet, have you? No. I'm cool. still no. yet to find someone awesome. worth protecting, so. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> I like it. Uh, maybe you'll find one among these uh, pieces of scum around us. Uh, so essentially the, the Guardian... <laughs> welcome to the Lost Archives, Bree. Uh, essentially... <laughs> <laughs> essentially the guardians um the guardian's style is to have someone that they are protecting someone that they're looking after someone that they're watching over i'm trying to think of who a good representative that would be from the show maybe iroh with zuko for parts of book Ooh, two and three i can see iroh yeah, yeah i was trying to think of is there anyone else you guys can think of who'd be a good um protector that's the main Sucker. one who yeah, soccer. Yeah, that's a great example. Oh, soccer. Yeah, he's soccer always and Katara. Katara. 100%. Yeah. yeah, apologies. That's the really obvious yeah. one. And then he um, takes <laughs> Aang into that protection as well. Yeah. And I suspect probably he wants to take Toph into that protection, that last scene on the airship. It's a tries. tender moment. Yeah, try, try. Toph's too fucking tough for him. Um, She's too bold. Too bold. Too, yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, it's actually, Toph's a really, another really good representative mm. of the bold, I'd say, as well. Or the successor. But we'll get, we'll get to that later. Arr, spoilers. Um, yeah, really cool. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun, The Guardian. Uh, alrighty. Who would like to go next? I, I, I chose these two first, Ali and Brandon, because I knew they had done a fair bit of prep. Um, does anyone else want to jump in? Does anyone else have a fair idea about what their character might look like? Andrew, I can see you wriggling on your chair, smiling. Come on, He's Andrew. He's doing let's... that thing of like, please don't call on me, I'm Professor. Ready. Yeah, I just don't, don't call on me. Yeah. Like, what Andrew doesn't me. realize, what Andrew doesn't realize is that's basically like a magnet for me. I am hundred oh, percent going to call on that every time. Uh, um, no, I've, I've figured mine out. Oh, perfect. What? Yeah, please introduce sort your of, introduce sort of. sort of. That's okay. It, it can it can so change between this session and the next session. Like it's a, a session zero. Yeah, uh, medium height, uh, black haired well-dressed but with patches of like armor going through the formal dress so to speak mm-hmm. with a very decorative sword at the side you can tell by just the hilt and the handle 
Um, they are the idealist, so there's not too much, like nothing else accompanying them. Uh, but yeah, medium height. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any any sort of any distinctive um, like uh, like I mean, obviously the one that springs to mind is scars because of Zuko, but um, you don't necessarily have uh, to have like a, a burned eye or anything like that. Just that's the one that springs to mind. Not that would be visible at the moment. Cool. And you said you have a decorative sword, I think, correct? Decorative sword, yes. Yeah, nice. So is that um, describe that a little bit for us? Is it um, like a so, silver black blade? Is it yeah? Tell us a bit, tell us a bit more about it. It's uh, a black sheathed. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. Uh, with a golden crusted handle and a gem that I haven't decided on at the butt of it. Gotta be a ruby, right? Uh, maybe not. Okay, I'm excited. That'd be really cool. Yep. Um, so the icon, uh, so the icon handbook, um, you basically, the way it sort of is described is you are an epitome or a representation of your burden and tradition essentially you are so have you have you picked did you want to be like the icon of the firebending nation did you want to be the icon of your family of a religion of another group i i was just thinking i know that the sun warriors are still fairly secret at this point in the history did you want to secretly be affiliated with the sun warriors just occurred to me then yeah that would be awesome sweetness cool then we won't say too much more about it that would be okay cool 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 um yeah that's that would actually be oh i <laughs> i said cool 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 and my phone has activated google who's now asking me questions uh that is hilarious good to know that she's always listening google's just like no doubt no doubt yeah no doubt no doubt fantastic uh well Bree, you're next to andrew on my screen anyway uh do you want to do you want to introduce uh, your character tell us a bit about your character sure uh sherva is of the fire nation um she is kind of like a, she's taken the guardian um and she is basically sworn to protect mako whether he likes it or not perfect um finding where he's hiding tracking him down across the city um basically keeping tabs on him um so she wears the formal guard attire she's only 16 but yep. she has uh, inherited that from her family. Uh, her entire family has served the Fire Nation as essentially um, bodyguards to yep. the privileged. Um, and around her wrist is a burned and tattered piece of red cloth. Really cool. I like that a lot. Mm. And she so has the typical um, dark brown hair, pale skin. Yeah. Now you're the only non-bender in the group. Um, yes. So that's that's something we should point out really quickly. Everyone is playing a, uh, a bender from their particular nation, uh, but you are not playing a bender. You are playing a warrior. Um, mm-hmm. Did you say what weapon that you are a master of? I am the master of the whip. So I Absolutely. have a whip tied around itself, looped and attached to my belt. Um, and is this whip sort of like just a single stretch of leather? Does it have a couple of different... Um, tassels at the end for like extra extra whip and power are there like blades tied to it at the end (laughs) super dark it's a single stretch of black leather the handle has red twine around it and on the end is one super sharp silver tip oh fuck yes i like that a lot whip it good whip it good 
Uh, there's going to be um, someone's going to say chains and whip excite chains and whips exciter at some point. I'm sure. Uh, let's just get that out of the way now in session zero. We don't need to say any of those jokes. We've done them. Yay! Now they'll happen excite anyway. Excite me. Got out of Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and finally. Dave is playing an airbender. Now, one of the main reasons I wanted to play in this time frame is so that we would have access to airbenders because as all of you know, some shenanigans happen uh, during the <laughs> beginning of the Avatar The Last Airbender right before the TV show kicks off. Uh, spoilers, uh, there are no airbenders left. So I really thought it would be cool to have some airbenders. So we are playing right before the eradication of the airbender people. Uh, spoilers, Dave, sorry about this. But um would you like to describe your character and uh, tell he, us a little bit about the sequel? What was that? Sorry, he, he won't be in the sequel. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it is family, right after this. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think it's very possible. I think it's very possible that you can survive because uh, it's. I mean, it's, it's basically yeah, it's the time years. frame. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I, I will um, say this yeah. now: all of you are dead by the time we get to the beginning of the TV show. I don't want to spoil it, but. Um, None of you have survived the hundred years. Uh, so I play Monk um, Al, and that's spelled S A A L. Um, that's right. It's a silent S. Just uh, yep. he gets a bit annoyed when other people mispronounce that. He's a medium height, lean build, um, but like meat lean, lean toned. So he he's quite agile. He likes moving fast. Uh, he uses his air bending to really just he just likes speed. Um, yeah. And you can see that because he's also got this like restless energy in him all the time, where he's always fidgeting. Okay. Um, a bit, a bit naive, a bit curious, a bit too friendly. Doesn't understand personal space. So, he's <laughs> he's that he's that friend that you have that's always just a bit too close and asking too many questions. Um, uh, so yeah, tell us so a bit more about the... your character, though, Dave. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I, he's he's based on me, so from yeah. Um, yeah, so he wears a shell necklace. Uh, he's not sure what the shell is from, um, but it just intrigues his curiosity. So he carries it with him to just to, to nurture that. Um, yeah, so he's 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 grown up as an air nomad in a traditional sense, but he's also so curious into the new world and really just wanting to lead that lead the air nomads into the world and get them to expand. Um, as we know, that does not happen, but He's 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 working really hard to do do that. Yeah, so you're kind of a, a little bit of a um, a different breed of airbender, going against the tradition, going against the uh, the doctrine, and forging your own pathway. What playbook are you playing, Dave? Yeah, so he um, he embodies the bold um, yep. playbook. So a sense of loyalty to the tradition, loyalty to the air as the way of life, but also a confidence to lead them somewhere new um, yep. as well. Um, I also want to say that right now he's just doing his best to try and get close to the uh, metal steamship that you mentioned the Fire, Fire Nation came in. Um, yep. And he's getting in a bit of trouble because, you know, military ship. But he's just, he's like, how, how does this fly? How, th there's no air, there's no wings. I've got um, some good news. Yeah. It doesn't fly. It, it's a sailing ship. They haven't it's quite a got the. Not, uh, it's a steamship. Okay. Um, because. And he's learned something. It's not flying. Yeah. As I was gonna yeah. say, as we all know, as we all know, the uh, the flying ships are invented during the course of the Avatar: The Last Airbender show. So uh, I, unfortunately, there won't be any flying ships for this uh, particular campaign. <laughs> okay, he's uh, he's he's very curious how it sails then without wind with the sails. Yes, ab absolutely, yes, that's, yeah. That's um, I think we've discussed the bold playbook, haven't we? Yeah. So that's that's uh, that all covered nicely. So yeah, fantastic. I think we've got a pretty good idea about each of our characters, um, who they are, what they're doing there. 
So let's jump in and do a little bit of a session. Um, so it is currently the evening. You have been spending most of the day being introduced to various dignitaries, um, basically being asked to uh, spend a lot of your time conversing, uh, talking to, hobnobbing uh, would probably be how Brandon's character might see it, um, with the other members of the the political class who have arrived here. Um, Brandon probably would have been the first one to arrive being uh, an earthbender. You probably would have been extended. Uh, possibly your family has a connection or, or knows the uh, the Beifong family. So you might have been extended an invitation to arrive a day early. Um, and then the rest of you would have been sort of trickling in after that. The air nomads uh, arriving on three flying bison um, that have sort of landed in the main courtyard. And then the bison have been taken off to go spend some time in the stables with a number of other uh, interesting animals. Uh, mostly some platypus horses, uh, which is what seems to be the sort of main mounts uh, in the stables for the Beifongs. Um, the waterbender contingency would have arrived by sea as well. So uh, I'd say that a number of uh, larger sailing canoes, um, like wayfinding style canoes, have been docked up next to this massive firebender's, uh, massive fire nation ironclad essentially that has docked up. And probably the wake from this ship almost sank one of your boats as it steamed past, spewing black smoke into the air, choking uh, some members of the contingency and probably setting the tone for how discussions with the fire nation are going at this point and uh, obviously Andrew and Bree your characters were on board that ship potentially if you want to be looking over the edge or inside your cabins deep below not really spending much time outdoors uh, before you arrived at this location but yeah you've had a day essentially of being introduced to the various other dignitaries you've met each other you've met other politicians and essentially at this point as the dinner sort of wraps to a close um, the the food that is served is very typical earthbender uh, earth nation fare um so there's lots of noodles, uh, lots of fresh veggies, some um, uh, stir-fry steamed veggies as well. Dave, are you are you be a vegetarian as a member of the Air Nation, or did you want to uh, buck that tradition as well? And um, that's another one of your areas of, uh, of rebellion. Yeah, that's that's an area he's exploring. He's tempted. He okay. hasn't tried the first. He hasn't he hasn't committed the sin yet, but um, he's he's tempted to. <laughs> you see, like <laughs> you see Dave's character. Uh, I'll just like pick up a bit of chicken <laughs> yeah. with his chopstick and then put it back again and they go like no 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 I couldn't I couldn't just inspecting it like yeah looking around it um yeah but but really like good hearty fare good hearty um delicious food obviously um for the fire fire nation members um Andrew and Bree it's not not sort of a traditional spicy food which you've grown up with it's uh, it's quite bland to your taste buds but passable as food goes um better than the ship rations you've been existing on for the last little bit anyway um, and uh, and Oki, uh, Ali, your character, probably your complaint with it would be that it's not very fresh food. Obviously, as a member of the Water Tribe, you're used to very fresh food that, uh, that you catch yourselves or that you consume within sort of 24 hours of, of it being procured. Not the case here. You suspect some of this stuff's been stewing for a day or two, and that probably is a bit of a, a, bit of a culture shock for you. Um, and all the while, the Dai Li watch and wait and stay around the corners of the room keeping careful eye on anyone who comes and goes and always, always being followed or accompanied by a member of the Dai Li. Um, I'd say at this point, anyone who wants to have a bit of a look around to judge, get a bit of an understanding about what's happening around them, uh, if you wanted to, we could do our very first roll. Um, one of your basic moves that you can do is assess a situation. 
if anyone wanted to assess a situation, now might be a really good time to do it. Uh, who would like to assess a situation? Yeah, Fantastic. He definitely does. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I have no idea what to roll. Uh, so if you click assess the situation, um, it should be one of the basic moves that you can click on. Um, but essentially you roll with creativity. Uh, so if you want to just roll with creativity. Roll with creativity. Okay. Uh, is this is it? Hey, oi. Okay. Yes. 10. Success. Full success as well. Oh, I like that the, the Roll20 actually even tells us what it is so that I don't have to do any thinking. That's great. I, oof, I try and avoid thinking wherever I can. Um, I'll just change it so that we can see the, the actual thing where it says full success. But yeah, full success. Very, very nice. So, um, Oki, as you have a bit of a look around the room and start to notice, one of the things you spot immediately, um, the Dai Li, all these Earth, uh, Earth Nation agents who are wearing the colors of the Earth, Na Earth Nation, very long flowing robes, one of them sort of pulls their sleeve aside for a second and you see that their hand looks to be made of stone. And then after a few moments, you sort of realize, no, no, their hand is coated in these stone gauntlets. Both hands are coated in these stone gauntlets. All of them are wearing these stone gauntlets on each hand, um, hidden beneath the robes. And you can actually see that the robes themselves have a number of rocks sewn into patches on the inside. As they sort of move their hand out and readjust, you can now see the inside of the robes has lots and lots of rocks positioned in it so that they could immediately earthbend specially sharpened uh, rocks whenever they needed to that probably would unsettle you ever so slightly so. Mm. I think she's probably got the cork from her like water bending canteen is probably quite close to her left hand kind of thing like yeah. she's sort of so, not so certainly just repositioned it slightly not that there's Absolutely. enough wine flowing through these tables for her to have ample to bend with. Yeah. Um, so the way that it works with this situation, so I've, I kind of answered one of your questions because I, I set this up. We're all still learning. But you actually get to ask two questions. On a 10 plus, you get to ask two questions. Um, I guess I guess like uh, I've answered one of the questions, which is like, what do you notice about the Dai Li? Do you want to ask another mm. question? Yes. Okay. Um, Any question you want that probably... sort of relies on perception. Like, feeling unsettled by the Dai Li and noticing that they are, like, particularly armed. Yeah. I think she would probably do an, a bit of an extra glance around and see, like, all right, where are the entry and exit points? Where are the windows? Can I break through this window? Where is an extra source of water? Like, sort of that kind of defensive um, thinking. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so the nearest door is actually quite close to where you guys are seated because you've been positioned furthest away uh, from the main stage where there's been performances all night. Uh, obviously, as the children and families of the, the politicians and dignitaries, you're not as important as your family members. So you've been positioned quite a way away at the kids' table, let's call it. Um, the nearest door is right behind you. Um, you're essentially right next to the door. Windows, not a lot of windows. There are, there are a number of skylights that have been positioned above. Um, the roof itself is sort of um seven eight meters high it's quite a large room this that you're in the roof is quite high up and each of these skylights is easily sort of one meter by two meter rectangular uh, area so quite large skylights so if you if you could get up there you could escape through the roof if you needed to uh escape if that was your question <laughs> um but you notice looking up over the roof there are daily patrolling the roofs as well 
catch a glimpse of one of the the large uh, spherical, not spherical, large circular hat, large spherical hat, the large circular hat as it walks past, uh, as one of the members walks past the uh, the skylight up above. That probably would give you a bit of a pause, realizing that yeah, most entrances and exits to this location are pretty heavily guarded. Any other any other questions? No, that's you two questions. That's enough. <laughs> I was gonna say, I might have to have like a little look around as well and get a, a feel of things as I'm sort of sitting down or Yeah, yeah. Do you want to assess the situation as well? Ooh. I was feeling like assessing the situation. I'll do a bit of assessment, sort of yeah. see Oakism just sort of sitting there in my chair, just pulling off a bit of chicken or something like that, and it looks well cooked, I'm like num 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 yes, protein. And just got her. Yeah, gotta make sure I'm always getting my gains in. Exactly. <laughs> but um, um said like Oki just sort of reached for a bottle and like hmm, what's she so concerned about trump 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 look around i'd like to assess the situation uh on these five ender types and see Ooh, uh, what, yes indeedy what's going on here you know what yeah. I mean? just see her looking around i'm suspicious um do i just roll a dc roll with creativity so just click uh click roll with creativity and it should roll two d6s for you and add your creativity bonus ah sweet so i click that on my Yep, character sheet and it all should be integrated and all should be working according to the uh the legend who made this uh roll 20 pre-filled sheet um, who was that remember. oh my gosh uh, whose name i can't remember i will negative it wasn't me i didn't make this negative uh, minus just it's got input value zero plus oh so have you not have you not given yourself stats yet brandon um <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I did i thought oh, I, no. I thought there was some i thought there was someone didn't have to no, you got to give I've it got, so, so the way I've got zero oh, creativity. We get a little bit of a behind the scenes now. So here, here is how you create your character. Um, so you get <laughs> essentially, essentially the way it works is you are given a set number of um, uh, basically your your bonuses, and you get to allocate them where you want. So I'll quickly put it open here. I believe from memory, this is good. We get to do we get to like teach you how to make your characters. So for those of you who are interested in playing, it's a plus um, two, two plus ones, and a zero. Thank you very much. Welcome to the tutorial session. Welcome to session zero, um, <laughs> where Brandon's camera every thirty seconds goes pink and pixelates him. So I'll just I don't know. What's, I, I don't know what's happening. No, it's alright. It it's good it's, here, but over there. I know, no, no, no. It's it's um, uh, it's what's it called? It's um, uh, OBS who does this to me. The economy. OBS streams. Ah. <laughs> yeah, the economy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so have you? Did you want to figure out? So so basically, I think um, you're playing the guardian, aren't you? So the example yeah. guardian has a plus two to focus, zero to harmony, plus one to creativity, and plus one to passion. If you wanted to follow that for the example, ah, you absolutely can. I'm missing the plus two to focus. That's what I was doing. Oh. Uh, zero creativity, two focus, neg harmony, Perfect. one passion. Absolutely. Wait, is it one one negative one zero? Yeah, one one negative one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Ignore me. Sorry, that's my bad. That's okay. We're all learning, everybody. I don't know where this I got is. From. All... Hey, so do I have to have a one in creativity, or just leave it as zero? Uh, so you, you can have it however you want. Um, I was just telling that there's an example one that they provide, which, um, I'm uh, what was your question, Dave? So, so it's, it's, it's a one, one, zero and negative one in whatever attributes that like, it, it gave me a standard array. Yes. And I just went with that. That's correct. That yeah. Enough, that's what it should or be. Or is there stuff on top of that? Uh, no, that's what it should be. Sorry. Yep, I, cool, um, cool. I said a wrong thing. There we go, oh, everybody. I, I, My first I, wrong thing. Let's keep a keep I, a record I heard of it. Yeah. drooling. together. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. right. That didn't take us long to uh, to fuck up. 
Uh, fantastic. So, five. Failure. That's a failure. Fantastic. This is great. We get to describe what a failure does. So, um, a failure for assess the situation. Um, nothing happens. So, as you're looking around, uh, Brandon, your character, uh, Rung Bolo, you are too distracted by the food, um, probably by just how delicious the, the food is. So, Because for you, this is your cuisine. This is Earthbender, uh, Earth Nation cuisine. This is what you're used to. Um, you're probably you've probably had one or two drinks as well. Being uh, being sort of over the age of sixteen, you do have access to um, ales and uh, and wine and things like that. So you've you've probably had one or two drinks. And being a younger lad, it has hit you a little bit harder perhaps than you were expecting. As you're looking around, you, you feel like there's something there that you could be suspicious of, but it's just hard to focus on what it is, and you don't really take anything away from that of any import. Probably enjoy. nothing to worry about then. Probably nothing to worry about. Uh, <laughs> our two Fire Nation members, um, so that's Sherva and Mako. Would you like to describe what you guys are doing? So you guys are actually the the only two people who know each other at the beginning of this campaign. So you've come together. Um, so I assume you guys are sitting together in that case, or, or uh, <laughs> Sherva, are you like standing behind and leaning over Mako and occasionally like grabbing food <laughs> and tasting it for him to check it's not poisoned or? I'm standing slightly behind him and I'm cautiously passing him a flask of hot sauce under my robe. <laughs> nice. I like that. Now, are you trying to do that stealthily or are you just owning it? Oh, I'm just owning it. I don't care if they know the food's shit. Fantastic. Awesome. They can know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you're just like handing <laughs> over the hot sauce, not really focusing yeah. on anything at all. Um, yeah, you do get a couple of disapproving looks uh, from members of the uh, the serving staff and wait staff who, as they walk past, sort of look at you and go, tsk, 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 under their breath as they walk past I you. I glare but, back um, at them. Ooh, do you want to try and intimidate them a little bit? Sure. Stay away from you to stop this tsking of your... of your. Uh... Okay, in that case, could you please um, roll with passion to intimidate as we learn how this system works? <laughs> Passionately intimidate someone. Passionately <laughs> intimidate someone. Let's see if this... Three. That's not a great roll. <laughs> um, so as as you sort of like glare at them, uh, you sort of, you go to adjust and wipe your eye a teensy bit, not realizing that in the process of picking up the hot sauce bottle, <laughs> there is a little bit of hot sauce still on your finger. And as you begin sort of glaring, the hot sauce kicks in and you find that you have to squint as tears begin falling down your face, turning you from an intimidating sight to more of a pitiful sight as uh, as they give you a wide berth, not wanting to associate with the Fire Nation bodyguard who's just like silently weeping uh, from the hot sauce in the eye. It's really funny you say that because my hay fever has kicked in and my eyes are actually watering right now. <laughs> or 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 is this real now and you are becoming your character it's too real man <laughs> it's too real yeah i i quite like that that's that's pretty funny um in that mm. case let's jump over to uh marco what are you doing marco i've taken the hot sauce yep. uh and just applied <laughs> it to my food generously like yep. making sure it's got enough tasting it yeah uh go on to hand it back and seeing that uh my guard <laughs> is now crying <laughs> <laughs> yeah Intimidate. i would say this is fairly unusual um intimidatingly crying 
quite concerned about what's happening, but also a slight chuckle underneath, like, just to the side. Yeah, I, I would and say I this also... is fairly bizarre for Sherva. This would be yeah. one of the only times you've ever seen Sherva weep at all. Um, Sherva, I hit him across the back of the head. It's also going in a mental. It's also going in a mental note to. Um, yeah, do you want to? Do you want to actually call? Do you want to call him out? Free. So one of the yeah. one of the balance moves you can do is you can call someone out to live up to their principles. So in this case, if you feel like. Um, Andrew's character Marco is not living up to his principles if he is uh, failing to up to his principles by being a dick to you. Would you like to call him out? I would. I would very much like to do that. Okay. So you get to shift your balance away from center. So the way that Avatar works is this RPG system works is you are balanced between two different ideals. Could you tell me what your ideals are? I believe it is tradition... For the Guardian, I think it's just tradition. I think it's because I wrong's wrong seeing you guys fighting now. He's like, this isn't very guardianly. <laughs> oh, sorry, self, self reliance, <laughs> self reliance, and trust. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So for the Guardian, your balance is between self reliance and trust. They're your two different, um, basically the two opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, do, I think this is moving your balance towards probably self-reliance because he has let you down with this act by by laughing at you it's breaking that trust between you that that bond so i think if you could move yourself towards self-reliance by one mm -hmm. step um and andrew you've been called out marco your character's been called out so um roll with principle so if you could please roll with principle um brie uh, and we're gonna see if he has to act as you say Yeah, I think we're doing so a pretty roll. good job of showcasing the way this works. Actually, I'm feeling a lot more comfortable with this than I was. <laughs> really bad. This <laughs> roll twenty is not being kind to you tonight. No, uh, that's only failures you've it's rolled just... tonight. <laughs> so what happens when you roll well. a five? Um, <laughs> because you've because you failed on a miss, Andrew Marco can actually demand that. Uh, that Sherva acts in accordance with one of your principles instead. Or uh, or uh, Sherva can take a condition in this case. Uh, and I think the conditions, so the conditions are the way that you track kind of like, uh, not, not hit points per se, but it's one of the ways you can kind of track um, the way that your character's feeling and acting in a situation. So in this case, what do we think the condition would be? Uh, and Andrew, do you want to th think about how you want, how would you like... Um, how would you like Sherva to act? Do you think Sherva should be taking this as more of a joke? Or, um, yeah, how, how, how do you think Sherva should be acting? Definitely more of a joke. Um, okay. Gotta have a little bit of fun in your life now and then. Not everything's all serious all the time. Okay. So, Sherva, you have a choice. You can either accept what uh, Marco is saying and take that on board and, and try and act in a way that Marco is suggesting, or you can take a condition. I think given that he's calling you out for being too serious, I think the condition that makes the most sense is feeling foolish. I think if you feel... Or actually, no, I reckon angry. I'm going to say angry. I think you would be angry at this situation. In fact, I'm going to give you a choice. You can choose between angry or foolish if you don't want to follow what he's telling you to do. Hmm. I think I would be angry. 
give okay, it to you. Okay, so you're not gonna you're not gonna not gonna do what he says. You're gonna take the condition angry. Perfect. Okay, no, so because take... if I've just made a fool of myself, he's laughed at me, and I've gone to hit him across the back of the head for being a smartass. Yeah. And he's just like, wow, lighten up. I'd be like, all right, you little shit. Tell you what. <laughs> Protect yourself next time someone comes and tries yeah. to hit you. That's it. Absolutely. I think that makes a lot of sense. In that case, um, so you can tick the angry box on, uh, if there is an angry box on your character sheets, if you would like to tick Wait, the angry box. Wait, uh, It's one of the conditions. I think uh, well, be. I found it. You found the angry box? So. Minus two to comfort or support and assessing situations. Yeah, because you're angry. <laughs> How good's this? Oh my god. Amazing. And last up, our airbender, Arl. Yeah, Al's wow. like stuffing his face and he's just watching this and he's thinking to himself, oh, this is how the Fire Nation acts. Um, and um, yeah, he's just he's just enjoying his food. How, how close is the closest Dai Li person to him? Oh, only two, three meters away. Yeah, yeah okay. So he, he's just he's just turned to the Dai Li person and he's like, oh, man, this, this tofu cabbage raisin salad with hot sauce dressing is great. Like, do you want some? You're not eating. No, sir. I, uh, I am here to stand watch. Uh, Come on, you can't stand watch if you're not eating. You have, you have to be strong. You need food. That sounds like you are trying to persuade or plead with an NPC. In this case, I'm going to say that the, the basic move is plead. I'm going to say that this also includes persuading an NPC as well. Would you like to try and persuade this uh, daily agent to come and eat with you? I would love that so much. In that case, I need you to roll with harmony. Ooh, I have a plus zero to that, so that's good. Uh, it did not roll. One second. Oh, yeah. Uh, plus. That is a six. Six. Uh, a six, unfortunately, is a failure. It'd be great if we could show off what successes look like uh, in this campaign. Uh, that'd be sweet <laughs> if we could roll. Yeah. So as so yeah, you roll. You roll a, a persuade. The daily agent. There's a moment. There's a moment, R, uh, where you think you think you might have persuaded him as you've got like this tofu uh, dripping down uh, your chin, <laughs> holding out a spoon that's covered in uh, in lettuce and noodles, and you've sort of got like a dumpling in on the other hand that you're like half biting out of and then offering it to them. Um, motioning to the hot sauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh, motioning to the hot sauce. The the daily agent sort of looks at you a bit sort of quizzically and goes, "No, I I'll, I'll be fine. Please." Enjoy the feast, sir. Backs away, hands crossed, straight ahead, ignoring you from this point onwards. I think I think I'm going to try a move. Um, as a bold person, I have the ability to do straight shooter. Um, yep. Do you want me to read it out to you? Yeah, yeah, please. We're, we're all learning, yep. so let's read it out. When you... Imagining you're saying you have no hair. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. I think as an airbender, he wouldn't, though, would he? All right, I, I'm I just have, taking I have a, like a bit of, sorry, <laughs> bit of chin fluff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he, he he feels like he's becoming a man, and he hasn't shaved for a very long time, and he's hoping oh, to no. grow it out. But it's really just like a few, few fluff Bum here fluff. and there. But he's very proud of it. Oh um, God, I, I do I do like uh, that we got the bold bald joke out of the way. Um, I'm gonna mark a condition for the DM. The condition is angry. <laughs> Right now, <laughs> with that pun. Yeah. Well, yeah. Based after me, people over there. <laughs> uh, so it's based shooter. after me. 
and I am balding, so like yep. that's why I wear a hat. So when I write down to write notes, you can't see my bald patch. It's not very pleasant for the oh, uh, Dave. <laughs> I now feel um, guilty. Uh, mark that condition. <laughs> <laughs> when you tell an NPC the blunt, honest truth about what you really think of them and their plans, roll with focus. I don't know. So in their plans, I don't know if that counts. I was just wanted to tell them what I think of him. Yeah. Uh, on a hit, they'll look upon your honesty favorably, and they'll answer a non-compromising question honestly or grant you a simple favor. Yeah. On a seven okay. to nine, they return the favor and give you an honest assessment of yourself. Mark a condition. On a miss, you're a bit too honest. They're either furious or genuinely hurt. Great. I can't see this going poorly at all. Uh, if you would like to roll, if you would like to roll with focus, R. please, uh, please, Arl. Um, yep. You guys have all been rolling pretty significantly high numbers, so I'm not worried about how this is going to go at all. So I was like, "Man, adults are never any fun. What? What's? What changed? When? When did you? When did you be like this?" Shit. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Let's see it. Seven. Seven. Okay. So what does it say about seven again? It says that you they do give you an honest opinion of their of of you, basically, um, right? On a seven to nine, they return the favor and give you an honest assessment of yourself. Mark a condition. Okay. Uh, an honest Again, assessment. Stuff with food. Yeah. The, <laughs> the dialy agent looks at you. Um, your table manners are unbecoming of a dignitary. You should not be here. This is not the place for you. You are an embarrassment to your nation and your people. Have some respect. Uh, if you would like to mark feeling embarrassed, I think is the condition. Let me double check. There's insecure. There's yeah foolish? foolish foolish or insecure i will let you choose yeah. out of those two um i guess he looks down and he's he's holding yeah the fish like, as his mouth is full and just like <laughs> a bit of himself. a bit of like cabbage <laughs> just drops out <laughs> and he just eats more to fill that empty void the empty <laughs> void inside um, can't relate. just you <laughs> i'm just like give you a pat in the back like don't worry brother not all conversations go good. Just gotta own it. I'm just getting my little napkin. I'm just like getting the bits of cabbage off, you know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're right, man. You'll get the next conversation. Don't worry. I'll help you out. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, as as you guys are sort of finishing up that conversation, um, uh, okay, have we? Yeah, we did. You, you did the, the, the assessment situation. That's good. Oof, I remember that. I thought I'd skip to player. Um, as you guys are sort of wrapping up the, these events happening. Um, you hear the sound of a large gong being smashed from somewhere on the upper levels of the, the large balcony over the top of the stage that marks the end of the performance piece that's going on. A number of dancers using silk ribbons um, to some beautiful schwam music. Uh, and as the music sort of wraps up to a close, a, uh, an unfamiliar figure to all of you steps onto the stage, dressed in a very elegant, um, traditional Earth Nation style suit with long coat tails, um, flowing green coloration uh, with sort of dark green patterns and that very familiar circular symbol on the chest. Um, a, a man with uh, very dark black hair, very bright, vibrant green eyes and a little bit of a, uh, of a almost like a, a chin strap, um, but no upper facial hair at all, just the chin strap beard. Um, quite harsh sort of angular uh, features, steps onto the stage. I would like to thank all of the members of the various nations who have come here today to meet and discuss the unfortunate demise of Avatar Roku. Avatar Roku served our nation and all nations for many, many decades. His loss uh, is felt by all, especially those friends and family from the Fire Nation. Uh, 
and he gestures over towards the Fire Nation delegates. And there is sort of a bit of a, almost like a, a sort of a look as everyone sort of turns towards the Fire Nation delegates, quite heavily armed, a bit of a military-style presence, not looking particularly emotional at the death of Avatar Roku. Um, there's a moment of assessment going on in people's minds as they look over and focus before turning back to the speaker. As you know, the Avatar cycle begins again. The Avatar will now be a member of the Air Nation. At this time right now, somewhere in one of the four temples, a baby has been born, our new Avatar. Until then, it is up to us to protect and watch over the world until he or she is ready to assume the mantle of responsibility. As you are all aware, the appearance of the large comet in the sky is a cause of great concern to all nations. What we hope to achieve over the next two weeks of meetings, how the nations will work together to face this grave threat, and how we will identify the new Avatar. We will need to pick trainers from each of the bending nations to help prepare this new airbender for their life of service to our great nations. I would like to thank the Dai Li for maintaining watch and care over the guests. Please follow all directions from the Dai Li during your stay, the very generous stay of the Beifong Estate. And there's a bit of a clap and applause, uh, confused um, as it's sort of tagged onto the end of this not-so-subtle message to follow the directions of the Dai Li, sort of changing at the last second to a just a call of congratulations for the Beifong. It's a very sort of weird meter of conversation. For now, rest. Prepare yourselves. Your rooms are ready. We will meet again in the morning. And for those members of family who are not participating in the meetings, the children points over towards the table where you guys are all seated, and the entire hall turns and looks at all of you. Is that what you do, Ali? You just start dancing? Oki just starts dancing? And- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Uh, there's yeah, an Roku awkward died. pause. There's an awkward pause, and like one of the serving people goes like, "What a trap!" and then realizes. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, water in the <laughs> You see, like one of the one of the water tribe uh, guardsmen who has a ponytail and shaved head goes, "What a trap!" Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> to all of the children, we have some activities prepared for you to entertain yourselves while the adults deal in important matters. Try not to get in the way of these matters. Please, enjoy your stay. And remember, the walls of Ba Sing Se are open to all nations. Then he does a bow, there's a sort of smattering of applause, and the man heads back off stage and disappears, never introducing himself, who he is. Uh, the Dai Li in particular, really going for the clap, and you now, all of you can now see um, the large stone gauntlets that all of them are wearing, clapping very, very loudly this man sort of steps off the stage uh and with that the dinner wraps to a close your relevant family members relevant family members i'm gonna stand by that your relevant family members <laughs> come over um sometimes improvisation is uh it, i try my best sometimes the words don't quite work um your close relatives uh come over <laughs> your relatives and family members come over uh and basically collect you um you are taken uh, by the Dai Li towards your rooms where you are staying. Um, it, the way that it's been arranged is this large square 
Um, this large courtyard has a square of rooms around it. Um, these are basically like large bunks for many people to come and stay. And each of them has been designated to one of the four nations. So earth and air across from each other, fire and water across from each other. And the uh, banners of each nation have been hung on each of these wings so that it's very clear where you are supposed to go. You are directed to your rooms uh, and you are all able to have a long night's sleep if you would like to take a sleep. Um, if there's anything you guys wanted to do... Yes, Dave, I see your hand raised. Yeah, could I um, pocket the hot sauce on the table because it was so delicious you pocket the hot sauce just to clear this up is this the hot sauce that Bree and Andrew were enjoying I should say Marco and uh, Shava 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 it's it's also the hot sauce that um Al was enjoying as well in his salad oh okay so 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 I don't think they would have well let's check would you guys have shared your hot sauce with a member of the air nation was it not just like no, so they so Sherva had her own hot sauce she handed to. Although yeah. Marco could have put it on the table and then while no, I was while laughing at lecturing you. him, I might have like slipped it over and poured some on his salad. Yeah, I'm gonna say that absolutely that could have happened. Uh in yep. that case, in that case, Al, I think you're not trying to be sneaky, are you? You're just you're like, oh no, you really are because you know this sauce. is wrong. <laughs> I, I just want the more for later and I don't think there's anything wrong with taking it. So Okay. Um, it's like when you go to a convention and um, they have those gifts <laughs> on the tables. Um, <laughs> and you take two. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. So you go to the hotel. <laughs> you just take all their little tiny packets of jam. It's a month, right? <laughs> and all the shampoo. <laughs> I never use hotel conditioner, but I want to have 16 packets in my like wet, <laughs> wet case at home. Okay. It's it's when you go to a hotel camping. and you take the dinar and the pillows and you know. Wow. Wait, you're not that is, <laughs> that's neck. stealing at that point. That's neck level. Toilet paper. What do you think Al's doing right now? <laughs> the TV on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I like to scrape the paint off and collect like it in a little jar. This nice painting, I'll take that as well. Yeah, I, I like to scrape, scrape the paint off the wall and like punch out some holes and take the door with me too. Um, okay, so <laughs> in that case, I think um, I think I'll I'm gonna get you to I'm gonna say rely on your skills and training. Could you please roll with focus for me? I sure can. That is a miss. Is it adding not... my plus one? It's not adding my plus one. So that is a seven. Oh, is it not adding your plus one? Yeah, it says. Four plus two when I put my mouse over the six. Ah. Oh. Four plus it, two. Right? It's yeah. not adding my. I, I, are none of your yeah, bonuses it's... being added? Uh oh. Uh, nope. Have you yeah. added them into the Well, I did the starting stats, so I assumed that was going to do it because it says choose a set, then add any set on top of that. But let me try on the thing. And it was focus, was it? Yeah, it was. Let me try again. Uh, it's added time, that added. time. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. so it, it, the starting sets, seven both times. Icon means nothing. It's just the the numbers in the boxes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sorry. Yeah. Um, and you can also you can also click the basic moves as well. There's a basic move reference. And you can actually click on those as well. So when I tell you to like yeah. rely on your skills and training, you can actually click on that, and it will say focus, and then you can submit, and it should roll with focus and give you a. There we go. Oh. Okay, oh okay i see but it has so then you have to make sure you select no look just just roll with the standards because i think you then have to input it separately so if we go to yep. rely on skills and training use focus plus one minus one forward so if we go one does that work now 
Yeah, I see. Okay. Oh no, focus uh, is zero for you. So that's perfect. No, no. So that's working perfectly. Okay. So yeah, so you, you can actually just do the basic moves too. And if you click on the drop down arrow, it actually tells you a little bit more about them as well. Um, which is really cool. Man, this character sheet's amazing. Um, none of you can see this though, because I haven't got Roll20 open on the stream. Uh, we'll show you next time. <laughs> so um, let's take the seven. So a seven is a partial success. Uh, so as you basically go to pocket this hot sauce, um, none of the Dai Li notice you, but one of your elders does. Um, a, a An older woman with the large arrow tattoo, shaved head, wearing the very elegant robes. You, you suddenly feel a hand on your shoulder um, as Taka, uh, one of your elders and teachers, places a hand on your shoulder and goes, Ah, we have discussed what is right to take and what is not. Our ways are not to own, but to share. Oh, but like, I'm, I'm taking it just monk Kiyotso at the temple would love this. He, he, he loves spicy food. It, I'm taking it to share. Monk Kiyotso is not the role model I would have you aspire to. His methods of pie flinging at the masters is troublesome. <laughs> It's an art. <laughs> it's an art. <laughs> none, none, none can match the fluffiness of his cream, it is true, but I would hope that you would aspire to more than just mischief. Uh, can, do you, do can I come by like half a chicken and be like, oh, we're going to share a bit of this chicken together later on just for bulking up for my little brother here. Give like, Ooh, a little bit of an elbow to him. Help. Okay. So we're going to help I, him I, out here. Yeah, yeah, you're helping him. Okay. Um, you can, yeah, so he gets a plus one to that, which turns it into an eight, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, she sort of gives you a bit of a look, Rungball, though. Chicken. Uh, I'm, I'm eating it on cabbage, if that makes any difference. Uh, um, you spotted the issue, which is offering meat to an airbender. <laughs> yeah. <bender. laughs> Just, um... I was going to eat the chicken with him while I ate the cabbage, but we need hot sauce for this to work. Don't ask too many questions or think about it. Al, please put the sauce back on the table. I don't want to have this conversation with you again. Okay. Okay. Um, Al puts the hot sauce on the table and walks away with the cabbage, chewing on it. <laughs> just a cabbage. The lettuce leaf. I, mean, I, I imagine they're not serving cabbages, so I imagine it's like there's, there's a there's a dude, an older gentleman. I oh, know he'd be really young at this point. It's a really yeah. young man. Um, pushing a cart full of cabbages just round to the tables and just handing out cabbage. <laughs> My cabbages! Uh, no, that does not happen. Um, yeah, I'd say that, like, as you're leaving, you quickly grab, like, a handful of, like, salad. Story. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, really I do old. have an origin yeah. story for the cabbage man. I've already got that organized. <laughs> you have um, to have it. He walks past Marco and it's like, thank you. What? And, like, he's walking. He, he Marco? Says, thank you. Like, quietly. To the, as he to the firebender. Past. Oh, sorry, to um, Rumbolo. Uh, Rumbolo. Rumbolo. That's okay. When she was distracted by you, I still got to keep the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you, feel, you feel a little a little tap on your hand as I airbend a high five to you. <laughs> uh, I've just no. realized, I've just realized, is your name Rumbolo short for Wrong Boulder? Why not? Yes. Okay, <laughs> I was sure. that creative. It's now. It's now. Wrong <laughs> I that oh, I'm going to use that. Write that down. Um, sorry, just occurred to me. Yeah, so with that, you will head over to your respective areas. Now, our two Fire Nation members. 
you are brought into uh, the basically the, the, the antechamber before the bedrooms um, where there is a, a rough stone table and chairs that have clearly been earthbended for this occasion. The telltale rough edges of it is a dead giveaway that some earthbenders just gone, ah, fucking firebenders, ah, minimum necessary effort for your furnishings. Um, so as, as you sort of step in, you, you see, um, Marco, you see your father uh, is standing there looking over some documents, looking a bit concerned and stressed. And as he sees you come in, Marco, he nods and goes, son, Java, I thank you for turning and uh, keeping decorum during the he didn't get into any trouble, did he, Shava? Of course not, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you're not lying. So, sort of, he yeah. looks at you a little bit confused as you say that in a very odd way and goes, Right. <laughs> well, I, um, I was just preparing for the meetings tomorrow. I understand you were interested in our position on the comet and how that was going to affect our standpoint heading forwards. So obviously, our nation's power and wealth must be shared with all nations we are dealing with a time of great prosperity great power granted to us i was obviously. wondering obviously yes i was wondering my son you have proven to have good instincts do you have anything that you wish for us to discuss tomorrow Any positions you think would be worthy of our nation this is a test Please, you need some time to think. Yes, I would need some time to think. But also, what seems to be troubling you? Nothing that you need concern yourself with. And you, you see sure? as he... Oh, okay, yeah, you see as he says that, he sort of looks down, uh, clearly not telling you the truth. Uh, yeah, you, you say, are you sure? Okay. Yeah. Um, I would. I think this could fall under a persuasion to see if you could get him to to get him to talk a bit more. Would you like to uh, roll with harmony for me, please, or passion? I would actually argue that you could roll with passion for this. Look at that. We're already going to start homebrewing how this entire system works. It was only inevitable. So let's roll with uh, passion or harmony. Your choice. Did that work? It did oh, work. No. <laughs> oh, and it, it marked up door. It's meant to be a five. Okay. Oh, why is it wrong with plus two? It's meant to be a seven. <clears throat> no, I would have noticed because I'm hovering over now and checking. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I checked it. I was like, that doesn't seem right. See, I think it's rolling as red. Red meaning fire. Red's nation. good, yeah, fire. So, red realistically, we're... is it really a failure? Nah. We're, mm. we're like meant to be leaders. We're... Yeah, okay. Uh, what I'm going to respond to is uh, cut the bullshit. Uh, or I'll cut your feet. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> bit of an escalation, I'll be honest. Not quite where I was intending to take it. And something the Fire Nation hasn't worked out. Yeah. Um, yeah the, the, the earth bear, a meteor strikes the land. No. Um, so what, uh, what your father says to you, um, Marco. No, nothing. Nothing you need to be concerned about, son, I promise. Just a new... New set of directions from Fire Lord Sozen. Not how I thought uh, we were going to be approaching this, but um, I guess our stance has changed somewhat. Still as leaders? Yes, yes, of course. Yes, absolutely. Just interesting change of stance. Hopefully, Tell me something. Had a chance to ponder. 
Is there anything you think that we should present to the summit tomorrow? You gonna do? That we should all... Yeah, yeah. You watch as his face... Together. Watch his face sort of darkens a little bit, his eyebrows yeah. coming together. With us, right. with always us the top, obviously, but nothing to. We don't want to alienate people. That we do not. You better get some sleep, son. It's going to be a busy day tomorrow. I uh, imagine the delegates, um, the Dai Li and the uh, members of the Beifong family will be keeping you rather busy. All sorts of activities. This is a good opportunity to assess your abilities against the other nations, to test your mettle. I hope Obviously that you will be proud. Them. Well, we shall see, won't we? And Sherva, you will make a report in full tomorrow for how my son performed in the activities. I expect nothing but perfection. Of course. You may retire, the both of you. I uh, have some more work I need to accomplish before the evening's done. And with that, he waves, dismissing both of you quite, uh, quite casually. I <laughs> yeah. leave. I leave puzzled. <laughs> I walk away puzzled and concerned. Okie, okay. your greeting back with the members of your water tribe is far more warm, and far more encouraging. Um, at least until uh, the drunker members of the delegation um, begin to continue their their rowdy drinking into the evening and begin sort of singing drinking songs um very unbecoming of delegates of the water tribe the northern water tribe um these are mostly the the minor dignitaries the newer members of your delegation um my question is are you joining in with the revelry or setting yourself apart Probably a bit of both, actually. So I think what Oki's plan is, is she's sort of seeing these other delegates in a bit of a less than intelligent sort of state. And she would like to try and sort of um, get sort of get some information or sort of be like, um, try and work her opinions into their brains, sort of like a, hey, you should, you should, uh, you should teach me how to fight. Um, you know, your your army's got a really good. Um, you know, you've you've got this really good reputation. I reckon you could probably teach me a thing or two about combat waterbending. Like, and so she's sort of like trying to like egg them on, trick them into like getting them to teach her something yeah, because she's okay. just so desperate. Would you like to uh, roll with creativity to try and trick them? You certainly would. Do it. Or plead to you. A 12! That's a full success, basically. Okay. Um, finally, some successful rolls. So, um, due to the inebriated state of these minor dignitaries, one of the um, one of the waterbender warriors, um, a younger man uh, by the name of Bosco, uh, who has been uh, relatively, yeah, who has been relatively uh, lax in his training, but does know the basics and has a pretty good handle, um, especially on uh, ice, um, ice moves and things like that. His real specialty is the ice bending, basically um, converting water to ice into different shapes and things like that. That's where his specialty lies. He, he's like, as the group are joking and like, go, oh, yeah, absolutely not. There's no way we're training you. He sort of pauses and, and 
sees them getting a bit rowdy and notices some of the senior members coming over. He sort of gets up and moves over to you and goes, I, um, if you've got yourself ten minutes, we could go aside and have a bit of a go now if you want. Happy to show you a thing or two. Fuck yeah. She puts her arm down, Bolto runs up the arm, sits on her shoulder, and she's off. Yeah, um, I saw there was a small stream not too far, uh, just outside the compound. We'll have to sneak past the Dai Li guards, but, I mean, that shouldn't be too hard. You've got your, got your water skin with you? I always have my water skin with me. I right. mean, can we walk around the them, just on the water? Uh, there's no water inside the compound from what I've seen, and we've been encouraged oh. not to leave in the evening, but uh, I, we could just use the water skins. I, maybe there's a well or something around here. We have a bit of a look. I assume they get yeah. the water somewhere. Hey, if, if you don't feel you don't feel comfortable leaving the, the compound. I mean, it's probably not a great idea to make an enemy of the Daily on our first day, but water they've got to have water <laughs> yeah. here somewhere, and we also have our own water skins on us. Um, hey, Balto, can you uh, see if you can track down a well for me, buddy? Uh, Balto goes and then skitters down your arm and begins sniffing. Uh, could I get you to roll for Balto? So, I think Balto <laughs> is going to be using focus for this. You can use your focus for this. Um, so just roll just roll 2d6, actually. I'll add a plus for, for Balto. Okay. Um, Balto begins sort of moving off towards uh, an area in the very center of the compound. You can see that the, the very middle of this large open area has a stone basin set. Um, and as he sort of gets there and begins sort of skittering around and, and digging at the dirt, um, it seems like this basin does hold water, but right now it is empty. But you can see there's a tube, a, a plug hole essentially going deep into the earth below. Do you think there's do you think there's water down there? Should we try try bending it up? Push pull? Let's give it a go. Alright. She's <laughs> just like, yeah, let's just... She, uh, you know, is there like a plug or something like corking it, no, no, or is it just, just a, like an open just hole? Just an empty, empty hole. Um, so Bosco goes on one side and begins sort of pushing and pulling the water backwards and forwards, and you start to hear a bit of a gurgling coming from the drain. Uh, do you want to roll with skills and training? Uh, so that would be um, with focus. 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 Three. You are not much help at all. Um, Bosco, as you're sort of doing this, you're essentially working against Bosco for most of it. Um, and there's a point where he just goes, it's probably best if you just stop what you're doing. Okay, if you could just step aside for a moment, I can get the rest of this. Um, and as he sort of gestures you aside, he eventually fills the bowl with water, pulling it up from the earth and then sealing it with a, a vial of ice, a plug of ice at the very bottom. And you now have a bowl of water to practice. Um, and then, yeah, over the next sort of um, 15, 20 minutes, uh, Bosco will, will show you some ice bending techniques. Uh, this is this is how I make myself a quick icicle. And he sort of like spins his hand, flicks up a section of water, freezes it, and then flings it forwards um, into a pillar. Now you try. Uh, uh, we are going to be she's, she's doing pushing best. your luck. <laughs> uh, uh, could you please roll with passion? Eleven. Yeah, uh, you watch as Oki, um, first time, Oki, something about this this ice bending really clicks for you. This is, this is what you were meant to do. Uh, and before too long, you have basically a section of icicles. You can conjure up about three or four, have them rotating in the air in front of you, and you can fling them out when you need to. Oh my God, this is so cool. 
it's probably probably best if you keep your voice down. I'd rather not get in trouble for teaching you masculine techniques. You know what I mean? I mean, hey, I can teach you how to heal if you want. I'm not that interested, to be honest. That's what we've got. That's what we've got you for. Why would I need to learn how to do that? Yeah. I can just click my fingers and get one of the women to come and heal me. To be fair, I'm not very interested in it either. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> and she's a little bit disappointed that, like, the one friend that she thought that she'd married turns out to be a dick. He's not a dick, he's just a product of his upbringing. And uh, from what we know of the show, after a hundred years, the Northern Water Tribe are barely, uh, barely sexist. I imagine a hundred years prior, they were equally as sexist minimum. So uh, that's the baseline I'm working <laughs> off. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think we sort of touched on what happened with, uh, <laughs> with Arl, with the stealing of the hot sauce. So I think what we'll do is uh, we'll have you guys head to bed, um, you get a good night's sleep. You may reset uh, your conditions. Your conditions are healed by having a good night's sleep. Um, so any conditions that you've accumulated, you may now reverse and put back to normal. And I believe... Um, I believe you also get to move back to balance. Let me double check. Um, we're all learning a brand new system of how this works. How, how um, was the chicken bowler? What was that, sorry? Chicken? It was... It was, it was good, good chicken. chicken. In fact, you get, you, you reset your condition by smashing that chicken. That's basically all you need to... <laughs> it's just need good old protein and a workout. <laughs> I feel really I think... hydrated from this cabbage. <laughs> just feel really Not hydrated. that much moisture out here. Where'd they go that water? <laughs> oh my god, amazing. Um... I've always been told not to go to bed angry, but I guess having to look after Marco, I'm used to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just like sitting there seething as Marco's in the same room as you because you have to sleep in the same room like near the door to overlook him and he's just going... <laughs> You're just sitting there quietly Like glaring at him in his sleep. Yeah, if you were a firebender, like smoke would be coming out your nose right now from like just sheer rage. Uh, but it's unfortunately... the best sleep I've got in a while. <laughs> such a shit. Um, amazing. Uh, yeah, so I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure from having a rest. I'm just trying to find the thing on rests because we're still learning how this system works. I think from rests you reset all your conditions. Uh, I'm going to say for this one you reset all your conditions anyway, so that we can start you guys off nice and fresh for the next game. Um, but yeah, you've you've reset all your conditions um, and you can move back to your central balance as well. Uh, Bree, if you wanted to move back to the center point of your balance, you can regain balance. Um, yeah. I think I think that makes sense to start you off in a really good position for the beginning of the game. Now that that might be where we wrap up our little session zero we've had a bit of a chance to get an idea of how it works we've had a little bit of a play around with it i think what we might do is next session with our session one with the story we'll jump in we'll do our our full session um and i think we'll, this is a good like chance for us to take off immediately with the, the games in the morning and then we can move on to the actual like consequences and storyline uh, after that so that'll be really good for starting that all next session so what i need from each of you lovely people now is for you to say the name of your nation. So, Dave, uh, obviously you'll say air. Brandon, you'll say earth. Ali, you'll say water. Um, I'm still tossing up whether to say skill or have both of you say fire at the same time. Part of me thinks that could be kind of cool, having you say fire at the same time. So I'm going to record both, and then we'll have a bit of a play around <laughs> with it, Andrew and Bree, if you like the sound of that. So, yeah. um, in no particular order. Actually, I think I was going to start with Earth. So, Brandon, could I get you to say Earth in your best Avatar Airbender, last Airbender star voice? Okay. Oh, sorry, hang this. on. Let me pause the music because I want to get this without any music in the background. I just want to get the... 
The music Perfect. was beautiful, by the way. Thank you very much. That's a recomposed version of 14.3 billion years from the video game The Outer Wilds. I recomposed it for a... I need to play that, apparently. It's a really good game. Uh, okay, so, Brandon. Earth. Beautiful. Dave. Air. Amazing. <laughs> Ali. <laughs> Water. Alrighty. Andrew, just Andrew for fire, and then I'll get both of you to do it. Fire. Okay, both of you on the count of three. One, two, three. Fire. Fire. That was really good. You guys nailed it. Um, and now, Bree, could I get you to say skill? BDSM. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <Fair> um... <laughs> get your oh, mind out of the gutter. Oh. <laughs> whips, guys. Whips. It's true. No. Skill. Fantastic. Um, beautiful. And that is what we'll have for our little, little opener. I've already got the music ready for that, the... Um, uh, the whole intro music. I've done a recomposed version of it that's just different enough that we won't get into trouble with Twitch. Um, I've just literally reversed the order the notes going. <laughs> so rather than going down, it goes up. So we'll get away with that, I think. Um, alrighty. And then my little intro that I'm thinking is going to be, for the longest time, the four nations have lived together in harmony. But with the death of the Avatar and the coming of Sozin's Comet, the world now faces an unprecedented challenge. Embers on the horizon. Embers of conflict. And I think just a nice, quick, sweet introduction. And then can I get each of you now in uh, order? So Dave, can you say uh, like your name and your character's name and the nation that you're from? Or maybe, maybe yeah, say that you're an airbender. That'd be really good, actually. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. There, was, there were too many instructions there. It was... Sorry. So say your name, <laughs> say your character's name, and say what uh, you're playing. So you're playing an airbender, yep. essentially. Dave, Monk Al from the Air Nation. I stuffed that up. Okay. That's okay. One more time. <laughs> you, can, you can say, hey, I'm Dave, if you wanted to as well. You don't just have to say Dave. <laughs> okay, yeah. Hey, I'm Dave, and my character is Al the Airbender from the Air Nomads. Fantastic. Brandon? I'm, uh, do you want to say my, it wasn't my name and then that? Double yeah. check. <laughs> it's hard, awesome. right? Hey, I'll do, I'll do this for a living. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandon, and I'm Rung Bolo, Earth Nation, Earthbender. Fantastic. I don't like that. Let me do it again. Okay, sure. You can do it again. Absolutely. Earthbender. <laughs> and I'm an earthbender from Barsing Sea. <laughs> yeah, go on. You can go again. I'll do it again. All right, cool. If you want to, up to you. I, it's your introduction. I'm. Why not? Give it a crack. I'm Brandon and I'm Rung Bolo, an earthbender from the Earth Nation. I'm just wondering, okay, I'm happy with that now. That's awesome. Okay. Bree. Like, uh, I'm laughing at all you guys when you're stuffing it up, and then I go to do it, and I'm like, wait, what? Not so easy, is it? <laughs> what, what's my name again? I can't remember my name. You can, you can say, my name. For the, for the streamers, I should say as well, if you want to say, I'm Brie, also known as Pixel, and I'm playing, absolutely. Feel free to give yourselves a shout out. Okay. Uh, my name is Brie, also known as Pretty Pixel, and I am playing Sherva, a warrior from the Fire Nation. Fucking nailed it. Andrew. Hey, I'm Andrew. I play Marco, a firebender from the Fire Nation. Fantastic. And Ali. Hello, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Oki, a waterbender from the Northern Water Tribe. Fantastic. And I'll do me. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of this ragtag group of members of all four nations. Done. Sweet as. Alrighty. Ragtag group. 
because you're not a you're not really like a team yet. You'll upgrade to team, I think, uh, hopefully by the end of uh, end of book one. Some some sort of ragtag team. Some sort of ragtag team. Hopefully by the team end stirs. of like 2023, we might be a team. Like maybe. I think that's pushing it, honestly. <laughs> oh, if yeah. Andrew doesn't start the hundred year war before then, uh, miscommunication, misunderstandings from both sides. I think fairly keen on getting that bad boy up and running, doesn't he? I've got a feeling mm. something bad's going to happen to Dave. I don't know what it is. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to live forever. I'm going to light the sky like a flame. I sense something. Oh, elusive. my God. <laughs> um, oh, my God. All righty. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for our session zero of uh, Avatar Legends RPG game. I hope you have enjoyed yourselves. I think um, I think we're ready to rock and roll with this. I, I, I was worried this would be a bit more of a hard... Um, style to get into but i say that after reading it through i was very confident that we were going to be okay with this it's it's a really cool streamlined system um i think this is a much more approachable way to get into role-playing games than DD fifth edition uh, i'd actually say it's a much more streamlined way to get into any uh D games especially like 3.5 or 4 <laughs> it's way easier than those um so if you wanted to check it out yeah exactly um if you wanted to check out uh, avatar legends role-playing game you can do so on kickstarter uh, or you can check it out at magpie games as well it's called avatar legends the role-playing game otherwise if you just type in avatar the last day of Ender rpg i guarantee this will be the first result on google um the kickstarter did very very well and i know they are accepting late pledges there is a quick start guide that you can get off their website uh, at magpie games if you wanted to give it a go as well that's what we're running off as well plus some extra stuff from the kickstarter as the game comes out in full, we will be adding more things as well. So I know there is a rule set that adds the avatar uh, into it and how you could play as the avatar potentially. Um, obviously, we're not doing that because one of you will be playing as a one-year-old. Well, no, you'd be playing as like a one-week-old. Uh, obviously, we're not going to do that. But for the future, that could be pretty cool to play with. Uh, oh, no, so I've heard some of your voice acting. You could do a two-year-old. could do a two-year-old. Hi there, a couple here. Like that? <laughs> is that what you're asking for? I shall get him and protect him. <laughs> Airbending slice. Uh, yeah, so um, we. <laughs> just Jack Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I almost jar jar by accident, then I only just pitched it up at the last second. It was going to be like, Airbending slice. Um, yeah, so we will all be back next Monday for our very first session. This was just a session zero. So if you, if you are not listening to this, if you've skipped this, then obviously you're not hearing what I'm saying, so it doesn't matter. But thank you for joining us for our session zero anyway. Um, we will see you guys all again next Monday. Stay safe, stay well, and see you guys later. You can say goodbye to you. Don't have to sit there silently if you don't want to. Take it down here. Because this is also this is also recorded as a podcast, so uh, remember that oh, at certain right. points people can only hear you. Is this what I do? So, the podcast listeners, the podcast listeners, um, I will train them. It's only it's their first time doing a podcast. I'll train them. Don't worry. They'll, they'll be ready by the ne- <laughs> my next week. Bree's got a whip. That's all we need. I can get them all, get them all going. Um, awesome. Thanks so much, everybody. We will see you all later. Stay safe, stay well, Bye. and farewell. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.